They're going to let the play go. It's not going to matter as Garoppolo now has it knocked incomplete. Down, obviously now second and six. Williams makes a cut and will roll into the end zone for the touchdown. No flags. We'll start off with the Chiefs. So how are you? How are you feeling about them? General impressions. What are you thinking? I think I think it's still like their division to lose for the most part. As, as much as I like the Broncos this year, um, mm-hmm. I think I think the Chiefs are just the top dog. I think the Raiders and Chargers are just so young. Um, but I think, you know, I think like the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire pick was one of my Ooh. favorite picks because like you know Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins might have been the best guys on the board. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fits what they do so well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, I, I really think he's the next Brian Westbrook um, that Andy Reid's going to make. Just the way he runs with so much power at his size and just is such a great pass catcher. I just – I love that that draft pick. Um, I think considering how Super Bowl teams usually fare in the offseason, I think they made up pretty well. I don't think, like, yeah. they lost a ton of big pieces. Um, I think one of the low-key losses was they did lose their punter. Dustin Colquitt, who's been there for a while. And, like, field position is such a huge part of the game that's undervalued, in my opinion. Even Cam Johnson for the Eagles is a big part of that. Um, I still like the defense. They added Willie Gay Jr., who's a draft pick. He's really nice. Tyra Matthew holds down the secondary. They're not, like, a great secondary, but I think Tyra Matthew as a leader there just holds down the fort. Oh, absolutely. Um, And then Chris Jones and Frank Clark on the line. Come on. I mean, (laughs) pretty pretty impressive. So, I I really like the roster. I think Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy are just such a great dude. Eric Bieniemy could be a head coach wherever he wants. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised no one snagged him this offseason. I think he wanted to stay um, from what I remember. I don't know for sure. But, yeah, how about you? What do you think about this team? So, honestly, I really think they're just in prime position to just go right back. I mean, to be quite honest, you look at this team, Mahomes, in my opinion, just got an upgrade at, you know, running back. I mean, granted, you know, Damian Williams is a solid piece. Yeah. But in terms of fit of offensive scheme, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better fit. You just gave Mahomes. Another per another reliable target to throw to, as if he already didn't have enough. <laughs> Not to mention, uh, you know, Pro Football Focus has Mecole Hardman as a top ten breakout sophomore this year. Mm-hmm. And when you look at all of the the stars just aligning for the Chiefs, it, it really is their division again, in my opinion. Just like you said, um, they're still a stacked offense that, in my opinion, just got even a little better, maybe. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really excited for this team. Yeah. They, I mean, they've just, as, as well as just like getting, getting some talent in the draft, like just speaking on that, they've developed a lot of talent in the past um, oh, even yeah. when they lose other guys. So I, I've just been very impressed with what they've done. Um, yeah. yeah. You want to jump right into the schedule? With Sounds good. Week one. All right. Um, I can go first on this one if you want. Sounds good. Um, I'll, uh, I'll screen share it for you guys just uh, to give you a visual of the schedule on ESPN.com. So you guys can see it now. Um, So this is weeks one through 17. So week one, Thursday night opener for the season, 8.20 p.m. game primetime versus the Houston Texans in Arrowhead Stadium. Hopefully we'll have some fans there. 
that's a, that could really affect the season this year, whether there's fans. Oh, absolutely, it can. Um, absolutely. Especially a team like the Chiefs. But I've got them winning this one 38-28. I think they come out. Um, I don't think they lose the home opener um, to start the season. I just – I don't know. Phil O'Brien just doesn't have much of a sense of direction, I guess you could say. Sure, yeah. like I, I like that he added Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, but it's just like, yeah, you can't replace DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, point B. You can't. Um, you can't. That star power is what you need to, to compete with a team like the Chiefs. That Like the Chiefs, sorry, I just started following my words there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think they'll, I think the Texans can keep it close for a bit. But, I mean, you saw this offense explode in the playoffs against the Texans. So yeah. I got a 38-28 victory. All right. So, yeah, I, I also agree with you. I think they're going to win. I, I failed to consider the scores which is oh, my bad. So no, um, I, I, I think this is a win for the Chiefs. I think – I mean, Andy Reid, he, he is just an offensive genius. And even if Andy Reid had friggin' Alex Smith back – not that Alex Smith is a bad QB. He's a good QB, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, even if he had Alex Smith back there and he didn't have Nicole Hardman and Sammy Watkins, all he had was friggin' Tyree Kill, I'll still take – uh, the Chiefs here. I mean, Andy Reid is just such a better coach than Bill O'Brien. Not to mention their defense is like not nearly as good. You have a 50-50 J.J. Watt who seemingly gets injured at every single turn. You have also not to mention you lost Kenny Stills on offense. Yeah. Really helps stretch out the field for you. And also, like you said, you just can't you just can't replace DeAndre Hopkins. You just can't. He he's a one of a kind player. Also, not to mention the only lineman you really have is Laramie Tunsil. And I think that's like that 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 speaks for itself. I mean, Deshaun Watson, and when you have when you have um oh crap, Frank Clark and oh shoot, I completely forget the name now. Literally just said it on the Chiefs. Yeah, on the Chiefs D line. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. I don't know why I want to say Chandler Jones, but I knew that was wrong. <laughs> um, when you have Chris Jones and Frank Clark on that D line yeah. against a against one Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> I mean, Laramie Tunsil's phenomenal, but he can only do so much. Yeah. Um, so I, I have this as a pretty much a locked up win for the Chiefs, and that's that. Yeah, for sure. Um you wanna go back to back and Get this week two games, yeah, sure. 25 on CBS. <laughs> so I, I also have them winning against Los Angeles because you have – granted, I really like Tyrod Taylor, but the problem is is that it's his first time in this offensive scheme. Yeah. Also, not to mention because of COVID, which you have to take into account, it's going to be harder for him to get to know the scheme. You know, he didn't get OTAs. He didn't get that that necessary time to really build chemistry and connections with these players. Um, also, not to mention, you're going to have, you know, your offensive line isn't really that great. And Ty- Now, granted, Tyrell's a mobile QB, but it's still going to be kind of hard for him. Um, but I think it's pretty much going to be guaranteed win for the Chiefs here. Yeah, I have, I have to agree with you. I have a. I'm gonna keep sharing my scores just since I did them. Yeah. Um. But 34-21 win, nothing crazy. I just think 
you know, even even though Tyrod was with the team last year, like he wasn't getting the reps with the first team, which is something you got to remember. Um, you know, yeah. he's, he's getting reps with all the backups and the third strings. So, you know, he's going to have to build chemistry with all these guys. Brandon, I think Keenan Allen can build chemistry with anyone, but, you know, it's only one guy. Yeah. Um, I like the Chargers, but I, I'm not a huge fan of Anthony Lynn. And I think, like you mentioned, like, even if you don't, if you, even if you are a fan of Anthony Lynn, like, the big problem here is that O-line. They just, like, yeah. if you think about Phil Rivers, he's going, his situation, which I'll talk about later, but he's going from the third worst O-line to, like, the third best in Indianapolis. Yeah. Which is, you know, speaks for itself about the Chargers. Um, yeah. So, I just think the Chargers are just so young and they're not ready to compete with the firepower exactly. of the Chiefs. And I don't think Justin Herbert's going to be starting, obviously, like you, by this point. So, yeah, I have a win for the Chiefs. Uh, moving on to week three, got an 8-15 Monday night football game. Um, hopefully we have someone replacing Booger on this game. Uh, I, I think he's coming back, though, unfortunately. But um, I'll start us out on this one. I mean, this is going to be a fun game in Baltimore. Um, the, I think the, the – the, no, the Chiefs won this one last year. So I've got the Ravens coming back and getting revenge this year. Um, I just think they're going to come out with with a, a like a different type of edge, like a chip on their shoulder this year, just because the way they lost last year to the Titans. I think they're going to want to come out and prove something this year. I'm not saying they're going to like go all the way, but I think for this game, I think they want to make a statement early on. You know, they added Calais Campbell this year, which I learned yesterday. Actually, I, I think I heard about it, but I forgot. Um, but, like, that's a big addition. Um, yeah, I think I think the Ravens just make a statement at home. How about you? I have to agree with you because um, I also factored in, too, is the, the travel that they're going to have to do because mm. you have to remember, they're in Missouri. They're going to fly out to L.A. and get that time change, get that jet lag, because there's rumor that they might fly on game day and just get off the plane and play. Which, yeah. if that's true, that is just going to be brutal. And home field advantage, fans are not. Just by sheer virtue of if they are just going to get off the plane and then play a game in a few hours, that's going to be a massive advantage for any home team. I mean, you could you could be playing the friggin' Lions, and, you know, and that would still be super difficult. I, I mean, I no shot at the Lions. I love the Lions. I love Matt Stafford. I love Jeff Okuda. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm just saying, like, if that's the case, that'll be a massive advantage. But needless to say, you're going to be flying out to L.A. You're definitely going to be jet-lagged because that's three hours. Also not to mention you're in Missouri, which is central time. So then Kansas City is in Missouri, by the way, for those who didn't know. There is a Kansas City, Kansas, but the Chiefs are in Missouri. Um, <laughs> but then after that, you're going to go right from L.A. all the way, literally all the way across the country to Baltimore against a phenomenal Ravens team. They drafted beautifully. I mean, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram in your backfield. Like, <laughs> try and stop that. I mean, come yeah. on. Not to mention you have Lamar who can run, you know, like, you know, run all over you, throw darts. I mean, this is just going to be – I think it's a – I don't want to say it's an easy win, but like you said, I think they're going to make a home statement and they're just going to – they're going to lose to the uh, lose to the Ravens. Yeah, for sure. And shout out to my, my buddy Carter. He's, he's a Chiefs fan and he's from Kansas City, Kansas, which he always says is the better side. 
Um, so I just had to give him a shout out. He's he's hilarious. I love him. But um, yeah, I'll have to send this video to him actually. But moving on to week four, uh, 425 game against the Patriots. I think this is going to be a Tony Romo game um, again. Hopefully he's announcing this game because, I mean, this has been – it's been a big battle. Obviously, Brady's not going to be there, but you still have Belichick versus Reed. Um, so what do you think on this one, Ian? Um, I think they're going to win. I mean, here's the thing. You're either – because it's rumored that Cam might sit because he doesn't know the offense yet. There won't be OTAs. Sit on. Um, so <laughs> I'm hoping – now here's the thing. I love Jarrett Stidham. I really do. And I, I pray for his success because I want to <laughs> see Brady just being proved as you were – you were just lucky enough to be pulled into this, like, you know, mastermind brilliant plan that you cheated with. But, (laughs) um, you know, I think I just want to see that Brady was really just, it wasn't Brady. It was really more so lucky luck than anything else. Luck of the draw for Brady, but needless to say, um, you're either getting Jared Stidham who granted, I really hope does well, but at the very least he's inexperienced. He is not going to be ready to go up against a powerhouse team like the Chiefs. Granted, the Pats have an incredible defense, but we also see, one, what Pat Mahomes just has around him, um, and two, just who Pat Mahomes is. I mean, he can carve up elite defenses. Um, And with that said, I don't think, even if the the New England defense can just put the clamps on uh, Kansas City, I, I still don't see uh, Jarrett Stidham or, frankly, Cam for that matter, if this is his first game. I don't see them hanging in there. So I give the Chiefs this win as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. I have a 24-17 victory just because I think the Pats defense can hang in there. But it's not in New England, which, again, the travel is going to be a big factor whether there are fans or not, as you mentioned. Um, yeah. And – you know, if Cam's starting, he's coming off his injury too. Um, and this is only week four. So I think he's going to have to – I think it's going to take time for him to get used to the system and get get back to playing because he hasn't he hasn't played a full season in a while. Um, and obviously he's no Jared Stidham, but <laughs> – just kidding. But, um, yeah, Jared Stidham, like as much as I, I talk a lot about him, like I've watched film on him and I'll be honest, like he's got work to do for sure. I've seen him with his reps with the first team and his limited reps with the first team. And there's definitely some mistakes there. There's some bright spots, but um, week four is not going to be the time where he's going to make a statement against the Chiefs team. Um, right. So regardless of who starts, I think, you know, I don't think it's going to be as close as the last few matchups. I think the Patriots might make it a little closer at the end. But, yeah, I think the Chiefs, I just don't see them losing this game. Um, so we both got them at 3-1 and one in the first quarter of the season. Um, and heading into week five, this is a team me and, me and Ian aren't too high on. Um, they're versing the Raiders, not in Las Vegas, but at Arrowhead again. Um, one o'clock slate. Um, yeah, I, I think the Raiders, like, added some solid pieces this offseason. And I think, like, they have a solid team. And I'll get to this more later. But, like, I think with the, the star power and firepower in this division, and frankly in the AFC at this point, you know, a solid team, as much as we, we like to think of a solid team as, like, a team effort, it's just – it only gets you so far in this AFC, in my opinion. Um, and I just, like – I don't trust John, John Gruden. I'll get more to that later again. I am not a huge fan of 
how he's managed the team and some of the decisions he's made. So I, I, I think the Chiefs win this one 35-17. Um, the, the Raiders get a little rude awakening in their, their new stadium. Um, so how about you, Ian? I, I think that um, I have to agree with you because if you look at their schedule last year, the, the Raiders, I mean, all of their wins come from teams with bad defenses and also not to mention if you look at their their record against like those firecracker offenses it's just they get blown out of the water um I mean I would like to think that that um Jarrett's not Jarrett's (laughs) I I don't know why I said that I would like to think that the Raiders are a solid team which I do believe they are they have like they're just a tough division and they I think they definitely need to shore up their defense um a lot they have a lot of work to do on defense and there's just no way that they're deep even if Henry Ruggs and Derek Carr just blow up and have this like unreal connection it's still like they wouldn't even be able to hang there's no way so I I have to give the Chiefs the win on this one yeah I think that one's pretty clear cut then just a few days later, on Thursday night, they'll be heading to Buffalo, all the way to Buffalo, um, for an A20 game. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say on this one. Ian. <sighs> all right, this one I kind of struggled with because, like you said, it's a short week. Um, they're going to they're going to Buffalo, and it's a I believe it's I just okay good. It's an October game, so it's going to be colder up there than down in KC. Um, and to be quite honest. I really wrestled with this one, but I ultimately think that they're going to walk away with the win here just because of the fact that they had, I, as much as I hate to say it, New England and Las Vegas, two home games, and I would say two not terribly difficult wins. I think this is going to be one that they really struggle for, but I think they're going to get it. Buffalo has an incredible defense, and I think they're that the pairing of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs is incredible. Yeah. But at the same time, I still think that they're going to be able to gut this one out. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to – I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Um, 30 to 28 win. I think it's going to be really close. Um, I, I, I think Josh Allen is going to take a, a big step in this year. I don't think he'll ever be the most accurate quarterback, but I think he's just, like, perfect for the system. With I think Devin Singletary is really going to have a nice year running the ball up the middle, learning, learning from Frank Gore. And I think that's going to set up the pass um, really well, especially yeah. with, you know, you add in Stefan Diggs. Um, sorry, there's, I'll edit this out. My, there's a phone ringing right there. But <laughs> I'm ready to unplug it. But um, I just think that pairing works so well with, with oh, Diggs yeah. and, and Allen, like you mentioned. And I think they had a solid offseason, too, in general. Um, yeah, so I think yeah. I think I think this one could really go either way. Um, but I think after losing that game in overtime to the Texans in that playoff game, I think the Bills are really just gonna. I think they're another team like Baltimore that might just come out with a chip on their shoulder. Especially the, like that game was yeah. that they could have won that game easily against the Texans. Like it was yeah. up for grabs for so long. Pretty much the whole game was up for grabs. Yeah, and they really, kind of blew, they kind of blew it too. Um, and, so and I think Sean McDermott, props to him. He's a good coach. He's a, yeah. Solid coach. Yeah, I, I love Sean McDermott, um, especially I, 
believe he was a former Eagles coach too back in the day. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills in this one. I think if there's any fans allowed, you know, Bills Mafia is gonna make some noise. Yeah. Um, so I'm buying into the Bills Mafia hype this year. But <laughs> um, then they get, you know, they're coming off Thursday night. They got a lot of time to rest after this one. And they head to Denver on October 25th, starting to get a little colder up there, 425. Another, this is another big game. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say on this one too, Ian. So this is where I think they take the L here. I think that – because I think they're going to – it's going to be a close game up in Buffalo. Like I really could see it going either way. Even though I gave the Chiefs the win, I would not be surprised at all if they lost it. However – I think they're going to walk away with a close win. They're going to be hurting after that one. And granted, they have a long week of recovery, but at the same time, you're going to Denver, and every single player I've heard talk about playing in Denver, the altitude really, really, really makes a difference. Yeah. Like, it's a massive – even, again, fans or not, that's a big advantage because they're used to the altitude, and you've got to get used to it. And also, I again, I really, really, really like Drew Locke. Um, I'm not. I don't want to fanboy over him or anything, but I'm a, I'm a pretty. I'm a pretty big Drew Locke guy. And I, but we'll meet in the middle. And I'm gonna say even if he is just like a Dak Prescott level of good. And when I say Dak Prescott, I mean like top twelve quarterback. I think that, or top fifteen. I can't get that. <laughs> If he's like a top 15 quarterback, I think he'll, he'll walk away with this game because he'll be used to the altitude change. He has countless – he is like basically like Mahomes in terms of how many weapons he has on offense. I mean, my brother and I were just talking about this this morning. You have K.J. Hamler, who I'm not a big fan of, but a lot of other people are. He's lightning fast. You have Jerry Judy, who I like CD better, but again, you know, incredible route runner. Um, very solid wide receiver, Cortland Sutton, that the name speaks for itself. He's a really, really good wide receiver. Then you also have Philip Lindsay, a pro bowler, mind you, and you have Melvin Gordon in your backfield. And also, let's not forget, you have Noah Fan. He has so many options. Pro Football Focus has them as a top 12-0 line, which is good, not great. You know, it's kind of in the middle, um, on the upper end of the middle, I guess you could say. And you're going to get a health, 100% healthy Bradley Chubb by this time. And you have Von Miller. And also, you just got A.J. Boye this offseason. Yeah. So, with all of that being said, I think with them being banged up after Buffalo, and I'm sorry I took so long on this, but I really went in deep with the Broncos, I think they're going to lose here. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I have a 24-23 win for the Broncos. And I think this is just like – for me, I have back-to-back losses for the Chiefs. But I think it's just an early season skid where um, they kind of get on that Super Bowl high that the Eagles got on. The Eagles was much worse, mind you. But <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs will have it that bad. I don't, know, I don't know if any other team really hits the Super Bowl high like the Eagles do when they just you know, <laughs> get, get content with everything they've accomplished. But that's in the past. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they added Jarrell Casey for like, what, a seventh-round pick or something? Yeah. I mean, to go along with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Um, and now, like, I think the big thing for me is, like, they have an offense who can actually stay on the field and give, give that defense rest for once now. Yeah. Um, and the defense, like, I feel like they were still good last year. They just didn't – they were on the field all the time. 
Yeah. It's because that O line. And O line's not not terrible this year. I think it's a little bit better. There's still some options out there at O line. They could add someone before camp. You never know. So I, I think I think the Broncos are gonna pull out a close one. I think like you said, like Mile High Stadium is just a different animal. I just yeah. think the atmosphere, like every team that goes in there that hasn't been used to it. Obviously the Chiefs have been there a couple of times, but like going there after being in your hometown for a while is or just being yeah. in any town, it's it's completely oh, okay. different. So yeah. yeah, I've got a loss for this one as well. Um, and then heading on to, to week eight, the New York Jets. Um, I can go first on this one. Go for it. Personally, I just think the Jets are still an incomplete team at this point. I I think there's like a core to build around possibly. I don't like Denzel Mims anymore after what we heard the other day about <laughs> about what he said about Philly. Um, yeah, and it, it doesn't surprise me now because I remember watching the interview of him on Inside the Birds and he just like he said he made a little offhand comment, but like he didn't sound very enthusiastic about coming to Philly. So you know what? We don't want you and you're gonna be a bust. Uh we got yeah. we got Jalen Rager. <laughs> um and anyway though, that's besides the point. Um I think the Chiefs get back on track. I just think Andy Reid versus Adam Gates is just such a <laughs> It's, it's kind of it's a it's a laughable matchup for me. So you can have Blake Bortles as the QB for that matchup. Give it replace Pat Mahomes with Blake Bortles. I'll still take the Chiefs. Yeah, so I, I have a thirty four nineteen win for this one. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you for the same reasons. I mean, I think Adam Gase is an idiot. Um, not to be mean, but I, I really don't like Adam Gase. Um, I kind of hope he leaves and Joe Douglas works his magic and I'm pissed that we lost them. But, um, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, you really hit it. They're not complete. Also me being the biggest Baker fan possibly (laughs) out there. Um, Darnold, I am, I think he's good. I don't think he's Baker. Um, I'm not going to go on a Baker tangent till the AFC North podcast. (laughs) So coming up, stay tuned. Coming up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Yeah, so moving on to week nine, um, I can take this one first again. If it's cool. for it. um, I have a 34 20, 35 24 win. This is versus the Carolina Panthers at one o'clock. Um, there's nothing crazy, but I'm a Matt Rule fan. Um, I love watching him at Temple, and he has a lot of Temple guys there. But here's the thing with Matt Rule is he's, he's a proven rebuilder. For broke, well, at least for college programs thus far. And I think he's got some things to work with in Carolina. But look at his first year at Temple. They went 2-10. and ten. And then his last two years, they had 10 wins. So, you know, they didn't, they didn't exactly, like, get off to a hot start under Matt Rule. And then at Li- – or at, not at Liberty, at Baylor, they went 1-11 and 11 his first year, and they lost to UTSA and Liberty. And then this past year, they went 11-3. and three. So, like, I think he's a coach that – Carolina just has to be patient with and I, I think they're going to be good in time with the talent they have they have Christian McCaffrey brought in Robbie Anderson they have some good players um and hopefully PJ Walker is the next best thing in the NFL but um <laughs> point being you know I just think Rule's going to have a slow start to his NFL coaching career and I think the the Chiefs just get an easy here heading into the bye week yeah um, I have to agree with you, except that I think Matt Rule is kind of a slime ball. So I, I strongly <laughs> like him. I think he's one of the biggest scumbags in all sports. Um, but I, I do have to agree with you just in that 
he's inexperienced. Also, he's more of a defensive head coach who doesn't yeah. really have the defensive pieces that he really needs to thrive. Yeah, except for Derek Brown. That's it. Yeah. Except, yeah, aside from Derek Brown, because he, he lost, like, Luke Keekley. I mean, yeah. that's <laughs> a massive hit. Big hit. Um, like, all you have is Derek Brown. You're a defensive head coach. Um, it's just not going to come together that well this year, I don't think. And, um, yeah, I, I don't see how Carolina could win this one, especially since you're at Arrowhead. I mean, you don't even get that home field advantage. Even if they did, I would still take the Chiefs. Not like it matters that much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Um, week ten, bye week, tough loss to the bye week this week for me. Just playing. Um, but any, <laughs> anyway, moving past the bye week, um, you go now. You go to Las Vegas for the first time. Um, Sunday night football game. I'm sure this will be fun to watch. Um, what do you think, Ian? You think you think the Raiders can get revenge or another easy win for the Chiefs? I think it's another easy win. I mean, I still – I mean, I really didn't – because I was going to even try and give them an upset here. I was really going to try. But I looked back at – I was like, well, let me just look at their schedule from last season. I mean, when I can't stress enough. Whenever they go against these firecracker offenses, they just get blown out of the water. I'm talking like 40-plus points to like – I think their best was they hung 20 on like a – on one of those teams. I just – I can't see the, the Raiders winning here. And also, I hate to say it, I think, you know, spoiler alert, with the amount of losses that the Raiders will have, I think this is going to get flexed to like a one o'clock game. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. I was thinking like, man, this is a little late in the season to have this matchup with the Raiders. Like, <laughs> I think it could get flexed. But I think just Andy Reid coming off the bye week, you know, he's always been good with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe it'll be a little bit closer um, just being at the new stadium. Maybe if they have fans by this point. I mean, um, you know, the Vegas Knights have had some fans, which I personally wasn't expecting Vegas to get a ton of fans. But I think people will come out just because it's a nice stadium, if they're allowed, yeah. obviously. But yeah. um, maybe they make some noise. I, I think it'll be like a 31-27 win, just because, like, these divisional matchups can be close every once in a while. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the Chiefs take this Sunday night one. But um, then Week 12. In Tampa Bay at 425, going to see Brady versus Mahomes again. Ian, I want to hear what you have to say on this one first. Oh, man, I just think this is going to be great. I mean, I'll watch this blowout happen. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait for Brady to just get exposed. I mean, granted, he's he's an old man, so I won't, I won't be mean to the elderly. But um, needless to say – they're going to get blown out of the water. I mean, granted, the Chiefs – I mean, not the Chiefs. The the Tampa has a better defense than they actually are given credit for. And it's just because they are, weren't always on the field. But yeah. at the same time, like, come, come on, let's get real. They're, they're not going to win this. I mean, not to mention the fact that I don't – like, I don't think Brady will be ready to face even the Chiefs level of secondary he did not do too well against I mean granted the Patriots would win against the Bills but it was always a big struggle and I'm not saying the Chiefs have like a Bills type defense please no one think that but um I just don't think that Brady even with the weapons that he has I don't think that he can even even if which I think this game will be a shootout 
but I, I just don't think he can keep up with Mahomes. I, I can't see it happening. Because also you got to remember, his arm's going to be worn out, and he will not be able to throw the deep ball in week – what is that, week 12? Nearly, yeah. as, nearly as well as he will in, like, week – you know, the first couple of weeks. He's not going to be throwing the deep – I mean, you saw it last season. He, he kept shortening the field the more and more yeah. the season went on. So I think, I think he's going to get spanked in this game. And I, I really – I just can't wait. How about you? Yeah, I have a 34-30 win, so a high-scoring game. But I just don't buy into the Buccaneers type this year. I, I, think, I think even if you do buy into it, they just don't have the pieces in place to compete with a team like Kansas City. It's just not – they're not ready yet, in my opinion. And, yeah, I think, I think the Chiefs will – I mean, it's going to be later in the day, so it's not going to be as warm either um, as yeah. it would on a hot Tampa Bay afternoon. So – yeah, I, I just think the Chiefs get a big road win here. Um, I think Pat beats Brady once again, and they they go on to week week thirteen at a, in a good spot um, as usual. And yeah. facing this Broncos team once again, this time on Sunday Night Football, um, man, this is going to be a fun game to watch. Yes, um, yes, it is. I think I I do think they split with the Broncos this year. I think the Chiefs are going to get revenge in this game. Just being an arrowhead, um, you know, it's diff- – obviously, I think the Broncos have an advantage at mile high. I think the Chiefs have an advantage at arrowhead. Like you said, the travel thing is just like – it kind of – even though we're losing the crowd most likely, like a lot of the crowd, that like you said, like traveling and having to go play like almost right away, it almost kind of balances things out, like you said. Yeah. Um, so I think – I think it's going to be a close matchup. I have it at 28-20. I think it comes down to the, the last last few drives for sure. but. You know, I think I think this is one where we see Drew Locke struggle a little bit early in his career. Um, um, I just think it's going to be a tough day. He struggled last year in Arrowhead. I just think it's going to be tough to win in, in that environment, and I just think they won't be able to keep up. I think I think they might have a good day um, offensively, but I think I think the Chiefs take this one home. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I also have them beating Denver here. I do think it's going to be a pretty close game, though. I think it's going to be um, – because, to be quite honest, I really I really like this Broncos defense. I really do. If nothing – if no other part of this team, I really like that defense. A.J. Boye, I can't stress. Also, um, you said Clay's Campbell. Was that for the Broncos? Or am I thinking uh, – Darrell Casey. Clay's Campbell is the Ravens one. That's right. That's right. Darrell Casey. I got them confused for a second. But Darrell Casey and, I mean, I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. I am definitely what, – what is that? I, I think I'll – okay, I will be home on winter break, so I'll be sprawled out. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be plopped down with my eyes lasered in on this game. I mean, I am thoroughly excited, but I think, I think they will walk away with a very, very hard-fought win for – for uh, the Chiefs, but I don't think it's going to be easy. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I, this is going to be one of the better games of the year, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, my opinion. If things work out like we're expecting it to. Obviously, yeah. you know, we don't know if injury. the Broncos are going to get hit with a COVID wave or something. Like, yeah. that's a whole new that's a whole new injury thing. That, yeah. that could, like, completely yeah. screw up these predictions. But, um, yeah, moving on. Another interesting game. Um, one o'clock slate, but Heading down to Miami to play the Dolphins um, in week 14. 
Um, so, I mean, it's going to be Tua versus Mahomes. Definitely, I think by this point, Tua will probably be starting, but, you know, we can't say that for sure. But, um, you know, Brian Flores is kind of a coach on the come up, and you still have Andy Reid, obviously, in Kansas City. So it's an interesting matchup. So what do you got on this one, Ian? Um, I have them winning against Miami. I think they are putting together a really good team. They, I mean, you got Byron Jones. Yeah. I think Tua was a good pick. You signed Jordan Howard, who I think is still mm-hmm. a good running back. I mean, Me when, he, when he was on the field, he was top – did you know he was like top five in yards per carry when he was healthy? He was really, really good. Um, so you got Jordan Howard. You got um, – Devontae yeah. Parker's really coming into his own as a yeah. wide, wide out. Matt Breida um, got added there. Who? Matt Breida. Matt Breida, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they're starting to build something, but I just don't think they're quite there yet. I do like Brian Flores, though. Like you said, I, I do really like him. But I just don't see – they're not quite there. Give them maybe like a year after, because I think they have two more first-rounders, don't they, in this next draft? Probably. They stacked a lot of them. Um, so to be quite honest, I maybe give me a year I might change it, but for right now, giving you the Chiefs take the win on this one. Yeah, I agree. I have a 28 27 win, but I think a lot of those points come late for the Dolphins. But I think it'll be a close matchup, um, yeah. for, for a good amount of the game. Like you said, with Jordan Howard, I, I really like him. It's a shame he had to deal with our, our medical staff. Um, yeah. it's really unfortunate, but <laughs> but yeah, like, we week for eight weeks. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be back in a week. Don't worry. <laughs> but I think him and Brita just make a great duo. Um, Byron Jones. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad we got Darius Slay over Byron Jones. But Byron Jones yeah. is a great pickup for the Dolphins. Yeah, um, oh, he is. And I just think, like, yeah, I just think Brian Lock- Brian Flores has this locker room together. Because you yeah. look at the way they, they rallied at the end of last season. I mean, these guys are, like, 20-point underdogs to start the season, like, every single week. And for them yeah. to, like, rally – I mean – it kind of gives you goosebumps just watching them, like, you know, even though, well, I, I didn't have goosebumps when we lost to them. But when when they, like, beat the Patriots in Week 17 and yeah. you show, like, how hyped they were. Like, these are guys that are eliminated from the playoffs and they're getting so excited and they want to play for this coach. Yeah. Um, and I like Tua. Um, I think he'll maybe be hitting a stride at this point. I, th- I think they got to have him in by this point in Week 14. Um, I think if you – you know, I – I think he might want to groom just because of COVID. So I could see him sitting the whole year. But um, regardless, I just think, you know, I think the Chiefs are going to be too much again. Um, but, yeah. I, yeah, like you said, I think in a year this could be – if they play in a year, this could certainly be an interesting matchup um, to watch. So um, then that leads right into week 15. We're coming down the home stretch. Pat Mahomes is heading to the Dome for the first time in New Orleans for a 425 game. So – I'll start on this one. I, I'm gonna. I think the Chiefs' winning streak ends right here. Um, I think Emmanuel Sanders is gonna play a big role in this game, just because you know he's been in the AFC West and he's faced that that Chiefs secondary for so long, and he faced him in the Super Bowl last year. So you, you can bet he's gonna be out for blood after how the way that game ended. Yeah. So I think that addition is just gonna be so huge for this game, and I think it's gonna be like well. I wish it was. I wish the fans were there because it would be the equivalent of Pat Pat going to to play at Arrowhead as an opponent. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just think that would be really special. But I just think I, Andy Reid hasn't done well against Sean Payton in his history. 
Um, I, I think the Saints take this one 30 to 27. I think it's going to be a lot like the 49er Saints game last year. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think, I think they lose. I think, excuse me, I had something in my throat. Um, <laughs> I, I think they lose here. Like you said, Andy just never really does too great against Sean Payton. Also, not to mention, um, I know I keep bringing up defense a lot, but I feel like defense is just going to play a really huge role, you know, against this team. Um, but needless to say, I, I think Sean Payton is just going to out-coach Andy Reid. He just kind of seemingly has his number usually. Also, <clears throat> not to mention the fact that, like you said, they picked up Emmanuel Sanders. So now you got Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Ted Ginn, I believe, is still on the team, if I'm not mistaken. I'll look that up real quick. I think he's still on the team. I could be wrong, though. But, you know, you got three solid options. He went to the, he went to the Bears. Dang. But they've, right. had, they've had no names play the receiver. Yeah, they've had no names, but still. It's going to be, like you said, Emmanuel Sanders is going to have a chip on his shoulder. Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, and also not to mention uh, Alvin Kamara. I'm not a huge fan, but he is a good back. Yeah. Um, and I think that also, even if there are 14 14- – thousand like if it's a quarter of the size of the stadium they're gonna make noise those Saints fans so <laughs> um I I don't see the Chiefs winning this one I think their win streak kind of comes to an end here yeah and then now we get to the final two games of the season um December 27th just one o'clock game versus Atlanta at home um what do you think on this one anything anything crazy here or keeping it simple Nah, just keeping it simple. They win. Atlanta's rebuilding. They really don't have – I mean, all they really have, I feel like, is you have an old Matt Ryan. You have Calvin Ridley, who is honestly, in my opinion, his talent is just being wasted there. Yeah. Um, I, I really – I'm a huge Calvin Ridley fan. I really am. And um, I think his best years are being wasted there, as sad as I am to say it. I really think it's true. And then you have Julio Jones. The name speaks for itself. I mean, one of the best, you know, top three wide receiver in football. And, you know, his talent's also being wasted away. But really, all you have are those three key pieces. Oh, you got Clavon chasing on defense. Yeah, big friggin' whoop. Uh, you know, simple you know, as that. You can only, can only play on the line. Like, yeah. it doesn't cover the whole defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just – they really fell apart. I mean, they, they really don't have much on that team. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as Dan Quinn is there, I I think it, I think until he's out um, – oh, actually, Chason went to the Jaguars. I just looked it up. They got um, um, C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson. Still, that's only one part of the defense yeah. they figured out. Um, Why did I think it was Chason? Maybe they tri- – I don't know. But I think – yeah, I, I just think – you know, the man the man fired most of his coaching staff midseason, and he was on the hot seat. And yeah. I think, you know, their team, like, you know, they'll beat the 49ers midseason, get a surprise win. They can play with the best of the best. I just don't think they're coached well, and I don't think the front office has made great decisions. Like you said, Calvin Ridley's uh, years as such a great talent are just being wasted, and he's such a good receiver. They, have, yeah. they literally have one of the best uh, wide receiver duos in the entire game. Absolutely. And they can't win for their to save their lives at the time. Yeah. 
Um, and not to mention Todd Gurley's got the arthritis issue. So you coming to Arrowhead. That, Todd Gurley. What'd you say? I forgot Todd Gurley's on the Falcons now. I completely yeah. forgot. But the arthritis is huge, yeah. Yeah, coming to Arrowhead this time of year um, in this weather is just like oh. – with the, Sanjay said like he'll be – he has the same issue in his knee and he'll be walking to class in the cold weather and his it starts hurting. And he's not even getting chased around by 200, 300-pound men. Yeah. So, you know, I think that speaks for itself. I think the Chiefs win this one 38-28. Um, and then week 17 against the Chargers, I think the Chiefs just end the season on a nice note. I think Justin Herbert will be starting to hit a stride at this point. Um, but I think I think still – I think the Chiefs are just too much for this young team. I don't think the Chargers are ready to compete yet. And, you know, you lose you lose this game, you get a nice draft pick, hopefully. Um, that, well, better draft pick. I don't think they're going to, like, completely tank. But, um, yeah, 35-24 win. So, what about you, Ian? I, I have them at – my finishing record was 12-4. and four. So. so I have them at thirteen and three, so pretty close, pretty yeah. similar. The only one we really deferred on was the uh, the Buffalo game. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I have them at thirteen three. I think they're going to finish out with a nice win. Um. I think this will be good experience for Herbert because this will be his division. Um. And also, I think Herbert will be starting at this point. Um. Yeah. But I really. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I keep having stuff in my throat. Um, I really, really like I, – I mean, I, I like the Chiefs here. But at the same time, get, again, I, I just want to say give it a year. And I think this will be a much better game, much more competitive game. Yeah, I think I think looking at the Chiefs' schedule, um, you just, like, like you just said, there's a lot of teams right now that with time, there's going to be a lot of competitors in this AFC, yeah. especially this division. Magic. Launches down the middle. Hill. Open. Caught. And they get it. Kansas City. The big play. One-on-one at the bottom. Passes floated. End zone and incomplete, but a flag lock up across the board one-on-one and and Tavarius Moore he he never turns around tries to make a play on the ball that's uh, I'm a little surprised by that call by Robert Sala 20-yard penalty of first down first and goal pass open touchdown Kelsey Chiefs are back in it great players great coaches for the Chiefs that have not been able to taste this moment this is picked Kendall Fuller up to get it. And that will end this game with under a minute to go.